Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. JLD here, and welcome to episode 1568 of EO Fire, where I'm chatting with today's most successful entrepreneur seven days a week. And if you are ready to master productivity, discipline, and focus in 100 days, all you got to do is visit themasteryjournal.com. And now let's chat with today's featured guest, Betsy Allen Manning. Betsy, are you prepared to ignite? So ready, John. Yes. Let's do this. Featured on Fox, CBS, ABC, and NBC, Betsy is a nationally recognized leadership speaker, best-selling author, and organizational development expert. She has trained leaders of multi-billion dollar corporations such as BMW, Toshiba, and the U.S. Department of Defense on how to measure and build a leader's credibility, respect, and effectiveness within any organization. Betsy, take a minute, fill in any gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Yay, sure. So, you know, I've been married to a serial entrepreneur for almost four years now, um, and he was completely worth waiting for for 37 years. <laughs> um, we just got a brand new puppy named Bella. She is the love of our lives. Um, something not everyone knows about me is that I'm an adventure junkie. Um, I've done everything from skydiving, scuba diving, zip lining, land sailing, jumped off the stratosphere in Vegas at 877 feet. And my latest bucket list item, which my husband is kind of begging me not to do, but I really want to do it, is to go storm chasing. Like oh, you got to do tomatoes. it. Yeah, do oh gosh, it. yeah. Yeah. And another thing a lot of people don't know about my past career is I traveled the world for over 12 years as a professional singer. And seven of those years were spent on cruise ships and JLD. A lot of that time I was in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Yes. You are. <laughs> I love it. This is such a destination for people to come and to take cruises out of. It's funny. Like I was just like, oh, you're coming to Puerto Rico. They're like, yeah, but just to get on a cruise ship. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to stay there and check it out. It's great. That's what I'm saying. So like what were some of the uh, the shows that you would do? Like what kind of singing? What kind of songs? Oh, my goodness. Everything from Broadway pop, country blues, jazz. I mean, you name it, just whatever the show required. I had to step up and sing it. Man, we could have used you on the Podcasters Paradise Cruise last year. I mean, I will say, every one of the speakers that we had there, from Chris Brogan to Chase Reese, Andrew Warner, we all got up and we did karaoke, but you would have <laughs> absolutely just blown the mic up. That would have been so much fun. Oh, yeah. Next time I'm there. <laughs> Next time. So, Betsy, give us a value bomb drop. Like, What is your area of expertise and what's something that we don't know within that area that we should? Sure. Well, I'm a leadership and human behavior expert, and my specialty really is in helping people develop this ability to read someone else's communication style so that they communicate in a way that attracts rather than repels in their business. And I do it through teaching the model of human behavior. So let me drop a massive value bomb for you guys uh, so that Fire Nation really gets how important the skill is to develop. So there's four unspoken communication styles that 99% of the population aren't consciously aware of. And when you do not get this Fire Nation, you're going to lose connection with half of the people you come in contact with in your business. So um, in light of time, I'll just share a couple of those. And the first one is pacing. So like our pacing communication style, JLD, you and I are obviously both fast paced people, right? Yeah. <laughs> if anybody's listening to this at like one and a half or two speed, like your head's popping off right now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But here's the thing. Half of the population are slow paced people. 
So if we don't learn as fast-paced people to slow ourselves down from time to time, we're actually losing connection Mm. and we're repelling people away from us. And where this really comes into play is, you know, when fast-paced people talk, slower-paced people, they often feel overwhelmed and they feel like they're being yelled at. And that's, I just, when I found that out and I learned that years ago, I just thought it was crazy, but I totally get it. And for slower paced people, and I'll give an example. I actually had a business coach that was a very slow paced person and we're Skyping together and I'm just going a million miles per hour. And she, (laughs) she backs away from the computer screen on Skype and goes, whoa, your energy is too much for me. And I realized, you know what? I need to slow myself down to build that connection with her. But I also realized this is that if she didn't learn to speed up a little bit, she was going to lose me as a client. Yeah. Because when someone talks like this, it drives me crazy. Nuts. And for fast these people, yeah, it's, we get agitated and impatient. So the tip there is just match the person's pacing style that you're trying to build a relationship with in your business. And, I, and same in your videos that you do online as well. Make sure you slow down from time to time if you're fast paced or speed up. And that way you make sure you attract um, all the people coming into play. And do you want me to give one more? Yeah, right before you do though, I'll say that a word that I use here with pacing is cadence. And I'm a big believer in this because I am an absolutely fast-paced person, so I make sure that within my cadence, I give some very deliberate pauses where I will kind of, you know, be kind of going 100 miles an hour, but then I'll stop for a second, let the silence settle in, and then I'll kind of pick it back up. So it can be a cadence as well. We just got to allow the slower-paced people to kind of catch back up, you know, after you've been going a million miles an hour, take a little bit of a break, step back, get that cadence in, and then go forward. So what's that second one, Betsy? Absolutely. And you're brilliant at doing that, by the way. Thank you. um, The second one is, is, and this is the one that a lot of people miss, is information needs. So this is actually a communication style we have. And I'm assuming you and I are probably a lot alike on this one as well. The half of our population has general information needs, meaning bullet points. Get to the point in 10 seconds or less, or I'm out, I'm either interrupting you or I'm out of there. Yeah, exactly. And the other half of the population has very specific information needs, which means they need step-by-step instructions. They need all the facts, all the details. And if you don't give it to them, they just, they, there's like, they're swimming in a, a sea of possibilities and they can't move forward. They can't take action because of that. And when, especially as an entrepreneur, knowing this about your client is huge. And I'll give a, a, a quick example of, and I think everyone can relate to this, when you're going on a road trip somewhere and let's say you need to ask directions and as someone that has just a general information needs, if I go up and I say, hey, can you give me the address? I'll put it in my GPS and get there. And if I'm talking to someone who's more specific information needs based, right, or communication style, they're going to give me the address plus the step-by-step instructions plus the <laughs> landmarks I need to catch along the way, turn right at this tree, turn the left at the stop sign. boulder. <laughs> yes, yeah. And I'm going, I just wanted the address. But that is often what we do in business, we often make the mistake of not understanding who our clients are, whether they're fast-paced or slow-paced, or they want general or more specific information. So knowing that, it changes the way you do your marketing. It changes the way you send out emails, the way you talk on the phone, the way you do videos. It changes everything. I'm going to throw in my biggest pet peeve here to add to this, because I think you've been dropping so much value. And it just made me think of something that I get so frustrated with, and that's interruption. For me, like when I'm going forward and I'm speaking, I'm just trying to make make a point or have a conversation with somebody, 
there's just that general flow of the conversation that has to be heated to because if you break in and cut somebody off, like you're really disrespecting them. You're almost saying, hey, whatever you were about to say or to finish talking about doesn't matter to me because I'm going to break in here and I'm going to interrupt and I'm going to inject myself into this conversation. And, you know, being a fast-paced type A personality like I am, like I realized that was something I had to work on. This was years ago. And, and I will say being a podcast host has really helped with my listening and being patient. And now when people do that to me, I actually will call them up and be like, listen, I actually wasn't done talking yet. Like, do you mind if I finish my train of thought here? And it catches people off guard because oftentimes people just aren't willing to kind of call them out on that. So you, if you're an interrupter, you're definitely damaging business relationships. And a lot of times you don't even know it because people aren't going to come out and say it because they might think it's rude. So that's a pet peeve of mine. So we just dropped three value bombs, two from Betsy, one from me. And Betsy, moving into... The Freedom Journal, which, by the way, you are one of the most active people within the Facebook group. For you know, Kate and I are very thankful for that. And by the way, Fire Nation, uh, if you are going to want to connect with people that you admire, that you just think are doing good things in the space, you have to be a person of value and give. And Bessie does that so often, and she rose to the top, you know, of, of our eyesight and our eye line by doing just that. So, what is your Freedom Journal story, and how did you crush that one hundred day goal? I love the word crush it. You know, that's a Gary Vaynerchuk, right? <laughs> um, so I actually had a couple goals and I know it's, it's better to use just one, but I, um, I'm very strategic anyway and I really wanted to crush it. So um, I, one was to make six to 10 new videos on developing leadership skills, uh, like the communication skills I just mentioned for my YouTube channel. And what's crazy about this is it's so, it's easier than you think. And my camera, I have a, a really nice camera that my husband got me. We have a video recording studio down stairs and my camera one day it just wasn't working it wasn't doing what I wanted to couldn't figure it out so I said you know what I've got this I got my iPhone out put it on the stand and I made my videos that way and I edited them myself because I'm I'm just I want to take charge there and um, I actually had some meeting planners contact me about bringing me in to speak at their events after seeing those videos that I made which is what's really cool about that, it led to my second goal in my Freedom Journal, which was to land three big speaking engagements for the beginning of 2017. And bam, I mean, those videos played a huge part in really making that happen. And one of my, um, on my vision board, um, I had a TED Talk up there. So I finally landed my first TED Talk. Yeah, and my first keynote next year is in beautiful Palm Springs, California, and I'm actually speaking on those four communication styles that I just mentioned. So it just being that strategic about it and just having that goal and that Freedom Journal helps so much to keep me focused, keep me on track, keep me going. And the really neat thing about it was my third goal was to interview people for my upcoming leadership book. And the results of starting those interviews opened up a whole other opportunity that I wasn't even planning on. And that was creating my own leadership podcast. And obviously, I have you to thank for yes. that, Dale, because you're a huge inspiration to me. Uh, you're the podcast king, you know, and your programs that you offer and how to do it absolutely rock. So um, I went out there, just started interviewing, putting it out there. And I've been able to interview CEOs of multi-million dollar corporations, successful entrepreneurs, I mean, champion coaches. It just, I mean, it just happened. This was not on my radar, um, but it was one of the goals for the Freedom Journal. So, you know, I just really say to to people in the Fire Nation, start moving into action and create opportunities where they don't even exist. 
Fire Nation, that MLK quote is so true. You don't have to see the whole staircase. Bessie didn't know these things were going to unfold before her, but what she do? She took the first step and new opportunities came that she just continued to take action and take steps upon until she is where she is today. Amazing stuff. Now, Betsy, moving into what I consider my three greatest strengths, you know, that I've been working hard to develop over the years, productivity, discipline, and focus. You obviously have got some of these down on on strong levels. You probably struggle with one or two of them as, as you know, we all do, of course. But how would you specifically define productivity? What is your definition for it? Cool. I, lo- I love this question. I like that you say you've, you've developed these over time because yeah. so many people think it has to be a natural ability within you. Nope. And this is de- productivity is something you definitely develop. Um, there's a quote that I use in my keynotes on productivity that kind of sums up my answer to it. The fastest way to success is to get a tan. Take action now. now. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that acronym before, but I just knew it had to be now at the end. Oh yeah, people come up to me after my keynotes and, and and even years later I'll say, Hey, I'm getting a tan, you know, I'm taking that action. So <laughs> and it works, but you know, don't wait for tomorrow to do the things that need to be done today. Cause we've all said it, right? I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it next week, next month, and before we know it, it turns into next year. So what I've learned is that if you don't do it today, it's probably not gonna happen. And my one huge thing I've learned because I've procrastinated in the past and procrastination is like cancer. Oh, it, uh, it kills any chance of success that you have. And, and I have to admit, there are days, especially now that I have a puppy and I'm losing sleep at night, <laughs> I have a harder <laughs> time getting going in the morning. And, you know, I know that what you achieve before 9 a.m. is the difference between oh. pro- productivity and, un- and not being productive at all. So I think the action, um, you know, taking that massive action to achieve the goals you want and even more so consistent action is the key to really achieving that ultimate success. Betsy, you probably heard me say it before, but I get more stuff done before 9 a.m. than the rest of the world does all day. And guess what? It feels good. It feels really good, Fire Nation. And guess what? You can join us on this journey of getting more stuff done before 9 a.m. than the rest of the world does all day long. Let's talk about discipline. You know, the roots of the word discipline is disciple, which I love. How would you define that word for yourself? Okay, I'll start by saying this. I like to call it accountability instead of discipline (laughs) because I've heard a lot of people say I wasn't born with (laughs) self-discipline, but no one can say I wasn't born with self-accountability. So so I changed the word, but you know, most people see discipline as a trait you either have or don't have, but accountability for me, at least it's a choice. So I found the best way to be self-accountable or to have that self-discipline is to have a routine. And in my experience, when I try and wing it through the day, I don't get through half of my to-do list. Um, And I take it a step further and write your routine down. Because we all know if it's not on your schedule, it doesn't exist. That's a Marie Forleo quote. So... Um, I make what I call a weekly success schedule, and I actually shared uh, my my weekly yeah. success schedule in the Freedom Journal group. So cool. Yeah, and it it really helps. It's just taking daily action steps for each of my goals, and like the the important part is is I color code it, so I see how much balance I'm giving myself in my each area of my life. So, for instance, my workouts are orange, my business activities are in brown, my financial goals are in green, my spiritual goals are in blue, relationship goals, which yes, I think you should write those down as well, are in red, and just having that written down. I go through it every Sunday night. It helps me wake up every day of the next week with complete clarity, decisiveness, and accountability. And it's so pretty. I mean, Fire Nation, it's pretty. We're going to have to take a screenshot of that and get that in the show notes page for sure. And Betsy, you're going to love the Mastery Journal for the reason that I have this quote 
win tomorrow today. And so at the end of each day within the Mastery Journal, you win tomorrow today because you have to write down at minimum, the next nine, the first nine steps you're going to take tomorrow morning, your morning routine. What are those nine things that you will get done? Of course, there's space for more if you want to do even more than that, but at least getting off on that foot of just crushing those nine things in the morning, guess what? You will accomplish more before 9 a.m. than the rest of the world does all day. Believe me, there's no, um, there is a reason why there's nine things that you're going to accomplish because it's that equating to 9 a.m. Just keep saying that to yourself that you can crush the day before 9 a.m. That just opens up so much more. Now, focus. You know, I love the word follow one course until success, the acronym for focus. How do you define it? I couldn't agree more. I listen to your show every single morning. So I hear you say that a lot and (laughs) I I love it. Now, my problem being a social butterfly is that I can let other people come in and run my day if I'm not careful. Um, And we say I'm part of the John Maxwell team. And we say on the John Maxwell team, if you don't own your agenda, someone else will. And they'll come along and put you kind of on that different path than your goal is really set for. So what I've learned is how you're naturally wired is going to either help you stay focused or hinder your focus altogether. So for me, focus is um, how I define it. It's really knowing who you are and how you're wired. And if you don't mind me really quick, kind of bringing in um, that human behavioral thing again, I use um, DISC personality assessment, which is that model of human behavior that I train leaders with. But like for you and I, like a high D personality, who's that natural driver and doer like you, JLD, you're already wired to stay focused until the task is finished right? And, and drivers, they don't usually let anyone or anything stop them. So that's a, that's a great gift that you have. Now, often it can be a, a curse as well, mm-hmm. right? Because we need to take time away from our tasks to serve others sometimes. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. And when it can benefit you to step away and, and relax a little bit or serve some others at that time, that's just recognizing that. A high I personality, the inspirer and influencer, which I am, tends to have what we call SOS, right? Shiny object syndrome. So, Knowing this about yourself, just take that work, t- um, work time increment. So I work for 50 minutes, take a 10-minute break. And that, that I found works better for me. And I actually time – on my phone, I turn my phone off, and I, I time myself for those 50 minutes and then turn my phone back on, check emails on that break. Um, a high S personality, which um, I have strongly in me as well, that supportive and stable person, they're usually focused, but they live to serve others. So if someone else needs them, they might put their tasks on hold for others in a heartbeat. So an S uh, personality type sometimes needs to learn to say no. And the last one, that high C personality, the cautious and calculating type, they are great at staying focused, completing tasks with excellence. However, in their minds, a task is never perfect enough. So they may tend to focus on the imperfections, which may hold them back from completing things on time. So I always say, think progress, not perfection. And there's just power. That's the power of understanding how you're wired. And you'll love this, Betsy. I mean, for me, it's all about the OPA. Am I getting on other people's agenda first thing in the morning or am I taking care of myself, you know, the core, the first thing so that I can then serve others? And that's just something that you really have to think about, Fire Nation. Like, who are you going to serve? Well, if you want to serve the world in the best capacity, you know, you have to serve yourself first. You can't start putting out other people's fires. And, you know, you, you, you were just talking um, really succinctly about the Pomodoro technique. You know, how about you do the 50 minutes on, 10 minutes off? I do 42 minutes of pure focus with an 18-minute break. And, you know, I love that 18 minutes for me because then I know that I can stick to that because 
I want to maybe do some pull-ups and go for a walk outside real quick and maybe get some fresh air. And like, I want to do something of like substance during my break, during that refresh time. And so that's within the mastery journal, you know, we break down four sessions where you have a certain amount of focus time and a certain amount of refresh time, just based off of what works best for you. And then of course you evaluate yourself and how productive and disciplined you were during that session. And it's so key and something that I'm really getting a lot out of because I'm actually going through the mastery journal right now now and just being like, wow, like this is a tool that I just know is going to take me to the next level, even though I've already, you know, kind of quote unquote mastered these three skills on on a lot of levels, but I still have a lot to learn. I still have a lot to progress as we all do. Now, Betsy, I think the words per minutes of this podcast episode are going to break records because we're still not even done. I mean, we still have the lightning round coming up. So Fire Nation, don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back. We're going to thank our sponsors. There are a lot of simple marketing lessons like the importance of contacting the right customers with the right message at the right time. If you're able to do this successfully, the result will be increased conversions. But what's not always so simple is how you actually do it. Having meaningful interactions with your customers sounds like it could take multiple tools found on separate platforms and not to mention cost a lot of money. And suddenly you're overwhelmed and right back to where you started, not with Clavio. Clavio helps you facilitate meaningful interactions with your customers based on actual data and offers powerful functionality without long implementation cycles. If you're an e-commerce marketer looking to make more money through super targeted, highly relevant email and advertising campaigns, then sign up for free today at Clavio.com. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com. Quick question for all the marketers listening. What's your address? My friend Billie Jean wants to send you something in the mail. It's small, black, and if used properly, it might deliver some serious ROI, return on investment. For the next 100 listeners who go to copyourads.com, Billie Jean is going to mail you his best performing Facebook ad campaigns for free. You just cover the shipping. Once you get this flash drive into your computer, you'll have instant access to the ad he used to generate 290 appointment requests for local businesses in 24 hours, the exact ad he used to jumpstart his agency and close close to $10,000 in one day, and dozens of other proven campaigns that he and his clients spent millions of dollars in testing. Visit copyourads.com to take Billie Jean up on this generous offer today. Betsy. Are you prepared to ignite the lightning rounds? Let's do it. Absolutely. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? This is interesting because I actually made myself valuable as a manager for high-level corporations. Um, Like I got hired to train staff for Golden Globes events and um, like one of Steve Wynn's properties. So I I was making great money. I was working really long hours. I was making great money. Um, and I just, I held on to that for a long time because I kept getting these great job offers and I just, I knew I was meant for a higher purpose and I was being called for a higher purpose. So for me, I finally had to, um, as a spiritual person, I had to trust God to help me land once I jumped out on my own two feet. So for me, it was really just breaking from the, Hey, you might be making great money, but you're being called somewhere else. What's the best advice you've ever received? Love this one. Be a 100 percenter. Um, it's from my 
dad, rest his soul. When I first started managing, I wanted to quit because um, I wasn't a very good leader. <laughs> and my dad asked me if I had done anything to develop myself as a leader. And of course, I said no. And he said, it's not how I raised my daughter to be. I mm. raised you to give 100% to everything and then decide whether it works for you or not. And he said, if you don't give 100% now when it doesn't matter, you won't give it when it does. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? I never stop developing myself personally and professionally. Three main areas um, I focus on, especially as a leader and entrepreneur, and this is what uh, my upcoming book focuses on as well. Never stop developing your skills, never stop building your character, and never stop creating success habits. Can you give us an internet resource like an Evernote with Fire Nation? Yeah, I just discovered this one um, while interviewing people for my book. Ooh. It's called You Can Book Me. Um, and it makes life so much easier when you're scheduling multiple people for interviews or appointments. Um, simply link your Google Calendar, set up your appointment times, um, send people the link so they can block out a time that works best for them as well. So I love it. Now, if you could recommend one book, what would it be and why? So hard to choose just one, but I would probably choose Influence by Robert Cialdini. Uh, he so just good. breaks down. I'm sure you've had that a lot in the show, but man, he breaks down how the mind works with your clients, your team members, your customers. I mean, all through studies he's conducted. And it's a brilliant book. Every entrepreneur and leader needs to read on how to be extremely influential. Have you checked out his new book, Pre-Suasion? I ordered it. Yes. <laughs> it's on my Christmas list, actually. It's pretty good. Uh, I'm digging it so far. Now, let's give a shout out for your book. What's the title? When's it going to go live? My uh, upcoming book is called 3Q Leadership, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be launched next year, late next year. So late 2017? Yes. Keep your eyes out, Fire Nation. And Betsy, let's end today on fire with you giving us a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Sure. So a parting piece of guidance for y'all is um, as an entrepreneurial leader, understand that leadership is not a position, it's a responsibility. And you're responsible for meeting the needs of the clients you serve. Um, one of the best ways to meet their needs is to understand how they like to be communicated with. So JLD, I have a free gift for Fire Nation. Yeah. It's called the win, yeah, it's called the win with people formula, where I cover the four unspoken communication styles that I spoke about today. And you can just go to BetsyAllenManning.com forward slash fire to get that. Um, and the best way to connect with me, if you're looking for a keynote speaker for an event you're putting on is BetsyAllenManning.com. Love it all in Fire Nation. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with BAM, BAM, and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Betsy in the search bar. Her show notes page is going to pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz. Timestamps, links galore. And of course, head directly over to BetsyAllenManning.com slash fire for your gift. And why would you not want this woman on your stage? Book her for a great speaking event that you have coming up. She will rock the mic, obviously. And Betsy, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today, girl. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Betsy today. What energy, what enthusiasm. Love it. And if you love what we were chatting about in the realm of productivity, discipline, and focus, check out themasteryjournal.com. We have all that covered there. Great videos, pictures, GIFs. These really funny GIFs, actually. Got to go check them out. Themasteryjournal.com. I will catch you there or on the flip side. Hey. 
What's your address? My friend Billy G wants to send you something in the mail. It is small, black, and if used properly, it might deliver some serious ROI for the next 100 listeners who go to copyourads.com. Billy Jean is going to mail you his best performing Facebook ads campaign for free. That's copyourads.com. Clavio is an email and marketing automation platform that helps you create meaningful interactions with your customers using actual data. Sign up for free today at Clavio.com. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com.